0: Daniel Stenberg with McKinsey County
1: Economic Development. Thank you for joining the Crude Life here today. I wanted to start off with a update from Watford City. One of the things I always like to check on Watford City is what's going on with some of the activity, because as we've talked about, Daniel, with the past of Watford City going from, you know, a couple thousand to almost 10,000, I don't know what the exact populations were, but 300 percent growth population so there's always something changing there and with the uh being in the heart of the Bakken, there's just always some activity going on too so give us an update uh, from main street there and the surrounding areas in watford city
0: yeah sure thanks appreciate the opportunity jason um some of the things we got going on is our county has approved um five million dollars to kind of help jumpstart the infrastructure um for single family and housing um and so uh, we're expecting to see a lot of building happening um with uh we have a need for about 100 homes or and and this should help this funding should help um make it Affordable in order to get these houses built um, for the builder or give them enough incentive to want to come here And so we've got some developers who are So submitting plans and we're gonna hopefully see a lot of single-family housing getting built But any more workers any more building workers um, if people are looking for work Watford would probably be the place to come um, for this year um hold
1: on on. here let me just reset that one this is a uh, is this a, a grant or is this what do you mean by dollars explain that a little bit like who who exactly would benefit from this in terms of economically you know in terms a builder is it basically well
0: so what we're doing is that for certain housing developments the county is going to cover the cost of the infrastructure but then the developer has to promise to um, build that out into housing a certain amount by the end of this year and then 100% of those units by the end of next year. Uh, and if they do that, they won't have to pay for the infrastructure costs and you know lump that into the lot. So it should be it it should be reflected in the cost of the lot and the eventual cost of the house to the home buyer, but then it also provides some assurance to the developer that um, that those costs are gonna be covered by the county. And so we, we had um five, we had applications come in and um we'll be awarding those within the next few weeks is the goal. And so then once that they're gonna need to be getting all the builders and everything lined up in order to make it happen.
1: That's an interesting approach. I've never heard of that. Is is this uh is this a creative way to just spurn some economic activity. Is this uh, uh, is this normal? I guess I'm just uh, you know curious because it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, no. With this is, I mean, as far as we know, this is something that we just kind of developed for our area. We kind of have very unique circumstances, and um, and one of the biggest challenges for growing our economy is the workforce. And in order for people to move here, we need more housing. People don't just want to live in an apartment they want to bring their family and they want to they want to live in a house and so we would just want to make sure that we can get some more options out there so that we can continue to to grow and meet the needs of our um, workforce demands
1: so th- this pretty much signals that you Watford City a lot of the energy companies that you guys are talking to They're still looking at the Bakken as a long-term investment, you know, twenty years, that sort of thing. That people are looking at. Um, There will be, you know, oil and gas activity, provided that you know oil prices stay above thirty bucks. Really, Um, uh, it just seems to me like that—that's another vote of confidence that um, the energy industry is. Is, is, is doing well and looks to be doing well in a time when there's a lot of uncertainty out there. Is that a fair question?
0: Right, yeah. I mean, w- One Oak was they were just were just celebrating their new um, Demmix Lake gas plants, multiple plants that they're doing, um, and that's like a $10 billion of investment that they've been doing, and they've got more, more planned um, to get that going just because there's just so much gas to get processed out here. And um, and those are long term jobs, working for for those facilities. But then also, yeah, I mean we've got our, another school being built, and that will be finished this fall, in for the for elementary students. And so, that um, but it's it's going to be pretty much full once that ha- once we get that in, and that will be able to shuffle the students from what we call the intermediate school into the true elementary school, and then we'll have a, a true. Um, middle school as well so we'll have two elementaries one middle and one high school right now the high school is 7 through 12 but now it will be 9 through 12 after once this fall starts we've been transitioning to class a and that's just brought about a lot more opportunities that um, that we haven't been able to realize before with a smaller student base but our enrollments continue to grow for that and so we're looking to meet all of our demands um, for housing for students as well
1: were you involved with the uh, career fair that you guys had at the school? I know that uh, there's so much done with that Rough Rider Center now, and that's an interesting uh, osmosis approach, and I don't know if it was done intentional or not, but just the Rough Rider Center ends up being such a, um, uh, uh, I guess, commonplace for a lot of different events. And then, of course, with the school, you have the theater over there, and the auditorium. And I, I don't know where that, uh, career fair was, or that safety fair in February last month was, but, uh, how how did that go? Uh, I I know it was, you know, it was, again, it was another opportunity where it seemed like some industry got exposed to the kids.
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah, no. So we did, um, kind of an informational session about all the things that the School systems throughout McKinsey County, Alexander, and, and McKinsey County Public School District One, and talking about what they've what they've already been doing with career and tech ed. Alexander is sending students to the world competitions in robotics in Detroit, Michigan, in a few in a couple of months. Um, and then like ours, the CTE programs are career and technical education. There's a lot of opportunities for agricultural, vocational agriculture, you know, learning some trades like welding, things like that. But we're also looking towards what can be in the future as well. A lot mean it seems to be a hot topic throughout the state, the idea of career academies. And we're just kind of exploring, you know, what, what could that look like for our community? We wouldn't want it to just be for high school students. We'd also want to be able to provide some they call incumbent worker training where you know somebody's in the, been in the workforce for a while but wants to get promoted and they need to go take some certifications or something so you know can we provide that here we've been working str- strongly clo- and closely with University of Mary and Wilson State College and TrainND, ND and we want to continue continue those relationships to just make sure that we can provide as much opportunities here in our community so that people don't have to travel for their education
1: i saw something coming up in april that had to do with uh, behavioral health and i know that's a, a topic in you know the energy industry that people take very seriously so whenever there's an event along those lines it's good to get the word out there Uh, Are you guys involved with that? Do you know anything about, I have absolutely no idea if if you're even qualified to speak on that, but I know that you got your finger on a lot of pulses in Watford City, and this is something, like I said, the energy industry, they they do like to know about anything that has to do with uh, behavioral health, whether it's from a certification standpoint or uh, sending your employees to do whatever the the deal is type of a thing. Uh, Do I have the right city here?
0: Correct, yes. Uh, It's going to be April 28th through the 30th, and Vision West North Dakota is is the entity that's really putting it all together, but it will be at our Rough Rider Center, like I said, April 28th through the 30th. It's an opportunity for professionals in the behavioral health fields to kind of come talk together, you know, talk about the field in general, but then what are the specific implications for Western North Dakota? What are our Specific challenges and what what can we be doing to better our situations with behavioral health and um, yeah and so that's that's what it's going to be on April twenty eighth through the thirtieth.
1: Okay, that's good. Uh, what else is happening in Watford City? I know you have that uh, you know kind of the main thing is this this uh, building grant that you guys have or this program and and make sure you summarize that again because it is something like i said it's something i've never really heard of before so it um probably is worth mentioning again
0: yeah i mean i I think the biggest thing is that we have well we actually have two programs that are open right now or in one that is kind of available for anybody and that's up to fifty thousand dollars for a single, if you, for building a single-family house that has three beds, two baths, <clears throat> and that all of this can be found on econdev.mckinseycounty.net. <clears throat> um, and then there's a link for housing, and then it describes the two programs. And then the other program, the developers have already applied. That RFP uh, session has closed, and we'll be awarding that within the next few weeks is the plan. And um, and then they are going to be have pretty big incentive to get their houses built um, so that we can get more because their infrastructure was going to be covered the cost of that infrastructure and so we'll be needing a lot of builders they will be needing to find a lot of builders in order to come out and make sure that they get all of the housing built that they are planning on so is it other things that are other happening is um We've got the Long X Bridge that will should be finished by the end of this year. That expansion into a four lane, and then they also got approved from the DOT to expand four lane, to expand Highway 85 to four lane from Watford City to the Long X Bridge, which is the first segment in what we hope will eventually be a four lane from Watford City all the way to Interstate 94. Um, but we've got to do it in segments and they got that first segment approved. So we're we're happy to hear that because it's just such a such an important road for connecting us to everywhere else. And then if we can have a four lane road that connects us to the interstate, that just opens up a lot more opportunities as well as obviously safety issues as well.
1: Well and I keep and I think, I'll go, ahead. go ahead. Well, I was gonna say I keep going back to these are just more signs of opening up the artery to those distribution uh, arteries, o- opening up the um, flow to the distribution arteries, which is more signs and, and signals that everybody seems to be pretty confident that this, this industry is going to be around for a while because these are some big departments making some major investments based on um, the energy activity out there. And what you mentioned earlier about One Oak saying, yeah, not only did we just put $10 billion here, we're going to put more out here too. I mean, I, this is great. I just, you know, because it's, it's like I said, there's, there's a lot of uncertainty out there with, with the, you know, banks wanting new certifications and climate change and Bernie Sanders and whatever else and this and that. And this is some good news, man.
0: Yeah, I mean, and, and obviously um, we want to make sure that our community, we don't just want to build it for one industry either. People... Want, are attracted on various levels. They look at the daycare, they look at the education, they look at the main street, they look at the restaurants in town, all of these different things. You know, what are the annual events that your community has? And so we want to just make sure that we're as well-rounded as a community as possible and so that we can attract not just the energy industry but a lot of other in, industries and young people as well. Um, I mean, like this summer, we are, Kind of have you know big three events in the summer. The county fair will be June 28th through the excuse me June 18th through the 20th. The county fair is, and then Home Fest is July 10th and 11th, and then Rib Fest is August 14th. Last year we had you know 8,000 people on Main Street for for Rib Fest. We have a free concert and everything, and so those are just kind of some of the more things that make this a community. We we want it to be well rounded. And uh, opportunities for a lot of different people to come and, and make this their home.
1: How's the ag sector doing? I know you guys try to be balanced out there, but at the end of the day, it's, you know, a lot of communities are basically driven by a few key industries energy, ag. You know, Bismarck for a long time was basically government because of the state capital. Uh, technology, obviously, in Silicon Valley, is what fueled a lot of those communities. Watford City, you know, for traditionally it was ag, and then you know the the boom bust cycles, if you will, of of energy, and and from you know the sounds like you know energy has has become a stable industry. And how is the ag industry? And are there other industries out there that are you know kind of a, a pretty good? core industry you know talk about some of those other industries for for a little bit
0: sure yeah i mean like for we've got a lot of good grazing land and you know we've got you know way more cows than people out here and that that industry has been doing decent the past few years um with prices and everything um last year we had a a decent pretty decent year for for moisture not too much not not enough either we usually are on the dry side but we ended up a pretty um, with pretty measurable moisture and so going into this next year we won't be starting out dry like we have some some years for the people in the fields and everything and then in terms of other industries um, besides agriculture and energy I mean we have you know Teddy Roosevelt National Park is just 13 miles south of Watford City their North unit. And we get, you know, a certain amount of people visiting, especially in the summertime that they're trying to either visit all 50 states and they need to hit us or they're, maybe they're trying to hit, um, hit all the national parks or they just really like Teddy Roosevelt national park, like to go hiking in the badlands or want to see, see Buffalo in the wild, things like that. And the national grasslands, you know, almost half of our county is actually in national grasslands and, um, and so there's opportunities out there as well for for the public to go out and enjoy that. And then our whole northern boundary is Lake Sakakuya. And so people go out to tobacco Gardens or McKinsey Bay or just the different marinas that are available. So yeah, a lot of opportunities.
1: so i'm I'm not totally familiar with the uh, agriculture in Watford City now. I know that when you get in the central North Dakota, the pulse crops start pretty well, sunflowers, and um, you get over to Sydney, Montana, and you start getting into some sugar beet country. Do, do you have sunflowers, pulse crops, sugar beets, or is it mostly just cattle and grazing?
0: Uh, we do have some crops. I mean, when I was growing up, it was, it was mostly just wheat. But we do have sugar beets in the on, in the Yellowstone River Valley on the west side of the county and then yeah there's still wheat and some people are doing beans a few people are doing lentils um yeah
1: okay Um, okay i just like i said i i I haven't been out there and looked at the at the crops you know and um i but but i'm familiar with like say sydney and even williston what they're growing near there and it's just it's so different when you start getting out near the badlands that you know a a river valley can completely change the complexity of a of of an area um because you can go you know you can can go across the street and be completely dry and on the other side be completely flush with water (laughs) it's just so weird but um well all all right in closing in summary uh just kind of recap a little bit what you want people to remember to take away uh either about watford city or about the loan program or both but just kind of you know, kind of an exit portion of the uh, interview, if you will.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I think we're shaping up for 2020 to be a, a pretty uh, vibrant year. With, um, I mean, we're trying to get our good count with the census. Those efforts are important, and so to get everybody to make sure that they get counted for the census. But then, yeah, we're going to be seeing, I think, a bunch of, of housing getting built this summer, and um, need they'll always need more workers for that, and so people who are able to build, um, come get, um, come check things out, out here for that. And then, yeah, come visit any summertime opportunities. Ribfest, like I said, is always a good time. They shut down Main Street, both for Ribfest and for Homefest. And then the county fair is always a, a fun kind of uh, event for lots of people. There's rodeo and demolition derby and all of those things. And so come, come visit us, come check us out if you're looking for a job. You know, let us know. Go to JobsND.com, look at those jobs, or give us a call here at the Economic Development Office, and we can, we can maybe point people in the right direction as to um, what our needs might be for workforce.